0: This is for all of you that have jumped in the car, loaded up the family, and are headed up to Flagstaff for lunch at Satchmo's. That's good driving music right there. Wind is down. Coming up over the top of the rim there onto Yellow Jacket Mesa. Maybe even might see a little bit of snow on the San Francisco peaks as you come around the corner, drop it into Camp Verde. Beautiful day to be in Arizona. Just like the other 365 days of the year. That's why we live here. Some horrible natural disasters uh, between the cold, cold, cold weather uh, in the Midwest and the East Coast, certainly heard from plenty of our friends in those locations. Actually, saw a photograph of someone's dashboard thermometer recording minus thirty-three degrees. That was without the wind chill. That was the ambient temperature. Nice, <laughs> nice. I mailed them three of my real estate cards. I said, pass these out hand them around. Mm. So we're here in the great state of Arizona, beautiful Arizona, and we're in that period of the year where everything we do is outside. We couldn't encourage you enough to get outside. We're putting on a a little bit of a remodel for a home that has this giant north-facing patio cover. It's probably 60 or 70 feet long and 14 or 16 feet deep and We were talking about all the things the family's gonna be doing on this back patio and the heaters and where they're gonna go and the misting systems and the cooling fans and the big screen TV. And you don't carry those kind of conversations very long where you don't start talking about and the outdoor kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about today. Creating that backyard resort space at your house. And we've brought in repeat special guests, Mr. Nathan Angel, sales manager of Belgard Pavers, to kind of cue us in on the latest trends and what y'all are seeing going on. But uh, so Nathan, thanks for for uh, co- contributing your day off to Rosie on the House and the listeners. Always a pleasure, Rosie. <laughs> we Love doing it. We really appreciate it. Hey, a couple weeks ago, we took a call from a man that was new to a home whose backyard was a blank slate. He said, you look out the backyard, and it's just nothing but a dirt lot. And he wanted to start laying pavers. So I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, my friend. Uh, I'm going to put you in touch with someone that can take you through it step by step. Now, I do not remember the homeowner's name.
1: And I don't remember either.
0: I apologize. But but we put you two in touch. And let's talk uh, not about him, but just talk to others that are like him. You you want to tackle this project and pavers uh, are absolutely the right way to go. They're flexible. They're easily installed. They're easily installed as it relates to backing up a concrete truck in your backyard and hauling around wheelbarrows of mud. But it has to be done right. Correct. So how do we reach those people and get them up to speed on everything that really needs to be
1: done? to do the paver job right there's a couple of different resources that anybody can go to that Belgard provides you can either the easiest one certainly one that's more modern and a lot of people seem to be going and utilizing is our youtube channel okay our youtube channel is is simply uh Belgard hardscapes our, our youtube channel uh, you can find anything you can install any of our products off of that there's great videos on step-by-step installation and then to follow that back up while you're actually out there doing it and you need a refresher and you don't want to just be looking at a small screen on your, on your smartphone while you're out there, we do have full installation guides that are, it's about 40 pages of, of worthy information going through it, step-by-step diagrams on how exactly you can go about tackling a paver install on your own. And all
0: landscaping jobs can kind of be backbreaking. I mean, you're picking, you're digging, you're cleaning the trench, you're laying the irrigation pipe, you're backfilling it, you're washing the lines out, you're putting the irrigation heads on. I mean, everything's up and down, up and down, up and pavers are the same way. Yes, uh,
1: and absolutely, we recommend, uh, <laughs> uh, strangely enough, and people don't get how this can be better, but we actually do recommend you lay pavers in a standing position. Uh, and bent over it is actually in the long run easier on your back by the end of the day than actually being on your knees Uh, all that force just translates up through your knees up to your your legs and into your back it's actually worse and you'll actually find that you do it a lot faster if you lay from your from your from a standing position wow no knee pads required there are some kneeling (laughs) there is some kneeling involved but yeah absolutely uh if you lay from a standing position you'll get it done much faster and a lot less on your knees
0: when, when I'm looking and talking to homeowners that are, that are sitting there with their morning cup of coffee and they're staring out their patio sliding door to their back patio and they've got a little 10 by 12 or 12 by 14 concrete slab that's a four-inch step down out of the back of the house and they've got a little patio cover on it and they're just scratching their head where to start. I mean, I always take them to the overlay paper, mm-hmm.
1: very first stop absolutely overlay pavers are the easy they're thin they're you know 30 millimeter about an inch and a half thick uh easy to lay so they're not very they're not very heavy Uh, we still same sort of same process we're still going to want to screed some sand you don't have to put an inch down if you're doing the overlay a half inch will work get a half inch outside diameter uh, metal pipe use that to uh, get the correct level so you can screed the sand to the correct height And uh, also would recommend that if your concrete's got a few cracks in it, probably it's still in pretty good shape. But we would recommend you put a geotextile, and you can find that at most supply yards, most landscape supply yards. You roll a geotextile over that. That'll make sure your sand doesn't fall down into the cracks. You lose it all. Yeah. Okay. So... Real easy project, and now, uh, as I mentioned to you when I was on the air last time, uh, we also can now use our 30-millimeter pavers in, in a driveway. So you don't have to have the expense of taking out wow. your, your concrete drive. That's huge. And you get it done like that. In two days, you're driving on your driveway. That's con- huge. Because it can be done in a day now.
0: Well, and the thing I like about the overlays is you all make a compatible full
1: paver to go with paver
0: it. with it. Yep. So you'll never know where that concrete slab used to start and stop. It, you can just expand that patio as big as you want to make it. We've done that for dozens and dozens of clients. Absolutely. So you get to the edge of that concrete slab, and now how are you preparing the dirt area to receive your
1: pavers? Now we're going we're to be utilizing uh, aggregate base course, or, or what we call AB or ABC in, in this market. And typically pavers in, in the Arizona area, we're going to want uh, on a pedestrian area, four inches, compacted base, one inch sand and then the paver height. So you're going to need to excavate uh, down to the proper height so that you can work that all in. It does require you running a, pl- uh, a, a vibratory plate compactor so that you can compact that uh, that that the soil after you excavate.
0: And those could be a man handler.
1: Oh, yeah. if you're not used to. Yeah, them. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So and they're they're a relatively heavy piece of equipment for you know most homeowners to be able to to you know wield around. Most of the rental center ones come with a come with the wheels that the, allow you to you know drag it, but a dolly. But they're they're
0: well over a hundred pound machine.
1: Oh oh, well over.
0: Oh well, yeah. well over. And and you start it, and you have a handle you hang on to, and it jumps up and down mm-hmm. and beats the ground into submission.
1: Yep, it's gonna it's gonna vibrate you. You're gonna feel it uh, later on and in the day.
0: You just as you're holding it, you just kind of walk it around, making sure you're getting all the area compacted
1: as well as you need to. Do
0: you moist compact it?
1: Uh, we do recommend it. It need, does need to be moist. Water acts as a lubricant. We can't get a proper compaction if we've got dry uh, AB, and especially in most of the most of the time we have here in uh, in the Phoenix market, it's gonna come to you dry, really dry. So you need to moisten it down so we can get good compaction. Don't ever lay more than two inches at a time either. So spread about two inches. That's key. Yes, that's very key because otherwise all you're doing is forming a crust over the top, and it's going to settle later on you, and you're going to be upset. So you're excavating down the thickness of the
0: paver, the thickness of the sand, and a four-inch sublayer. Yes. So you're excavating seven inches down. Correct. Okay. And then you're compacting that. Mm -hmm. Then you're bringing in two inches of AB. And compacting that. Yep. Moist compacting. Then you bring in two inches of A B and moist compacting that. Correct. And then I think this is where the hard work starts. I think this is the trickiest part of laying pavers. Maybe I'm maybe I just can't get it right, but this is where I have the hardest time. And then laying the one inch of pipe down, laying the sand, and then getting everything just stacked up perfectly level and nice.
1: it, it, it can be a challenge. It's and- tricky. And again, you hope your measurements were on, and you're c- continuing to check your measurements so that you end up with that finished height. Another little key tip: just uh, you know, we're going to want to complete compact the top of the pavers as well. So we're going to want to put something like uh, you know cardboard or something down so we don't scratch the top of the pavers first and foremost. But you want to you want to bring that uh, you want to bring that paver height up about an eighth of an inch above where you want it finished because <laughs> that's tricky. One, that's tricky because once you then go to compact. You're going to drop that paver down into the sand bed, and that way you'll end up with that nice uh, level finish that you were looking for. Once we've
0: stacked the pavers in a standing position and we've reached out to our outside border areas, do we compact then or do we sand
1: fill do not fill the joints with sand until you've actually run your plate compactor first. Okay, uh, and also important that you've got your edge restraint in before you pl- plate compact though as well. So we want to set all that edge, whether you're using a, a concrete edge or you're using a plastic edge restraint. For for homeowners, buy plastic edge restraint. It's so much easier to use, and then you're just not you're not dealing with a whole nother process and cleanup. It's it's worth it's 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 inexpensive as compared to running all the other stuff that you got to do to just you know uh, lay it in concrete.
0: We're going to continue sharing with you the tips and tidbits on installing your paver patio. We're going to talk after this about what do you do when you've got a radius curve terminus. How How do you cut a square paver to fit into a radius outside edge? That's tricky. I was talking about how tricky the sand and the pipe and the land was, and you gotta have it just one eighth inch above where you really want it so that when you compact it down, it's right where you perfectly want it, so it matches up to the overlay paper that you've already installed over the old ugly gray concrete. <laughs> Sounds complicated, huh? More when we get back with Nathan Angel, sales manager of Belgard. <laughs> Nathan, you're a music I love expert. I know. Every time I come to your house, you've got you've got it all piped in through the house, and it's always such classical
1: stuff. I'm a rap guy.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of music you like. Oh, right? I do. A little Pete Fountain playing yeah. that, huh? yeah. that. Sounds good. That huh? kind of lifts you up on your Saturday That's
1: yeah, Nice.
0: Nathan Angel, sales manager, Belgard Pavers, here talking about exterior hardscapes. We've kind of talked our way through. Uh, this caller who had called us a couple weeks ago and wanted to know, what do I do with my bare dirt backyard? I want to get some hardscape in here, and where do I start? So we put him directly in touch with Nathan. Nathan, what? how do you—we're we're talking about it here on the air. You're talking about YouTube. Uh, are there classes that— would be available for any homeowner to kind of see how it's done or do you rely on the youtube channel pretty heavily on that
1: we do rely on the youtube channel pretty heavily i mean certainly there uh there's nothing really for homeowner based in terms of classes yeah there are some things that our dealers will run occasionally so certainly check with them and you know it is is, and if we get a bunch of interest certainly we can help uh put on a demonstration at one of our dealer locations like marvell okay Excellent.
0: Well, okay, so we've talked about the the over excavation, the backfilling in layers, the wet compacting, the sand, the spacers, and the placement of the pavers while standing up. Uh, boy, that, that's a backbreaking uh, position to be in. Um, but once we've got the pavers in, and we're making our way from the house out to the radius edge where the paver ends and the lawn or the landscaping, softscaping begins. We've got those peculiar little cuts between the full paver and the edge of the
1: radius edge. Those are the scariest things in the world to cut. Absolutely, and <laughs> the biggest recommendation, first of all, is uh, one thing directly out of ICPA or the Interlocking Concrete Pavement Institute, which is sort of the governing body for our, our industry is that we don't want to paver less than a third of its original size. So when you see those little sliver cuts, um, <laughs> pretty much guaranteed that you know if it was professionally installed, I would question actually the professional nature of that installation because most contractors that are – all contractors that are ICPI certified know better than they'll leave those little sliver cuts in. So getting back to our homeowner, what we're going to recommend is you change the pattern a little bit as you get towards the end. If you're laying our sort of random, which is sort of the most popular, all you got to do is move some pavers around, change the direction. So now you're cutting a little piece off the big piece rather than leaving the little piece in. And that way you're going to get a much better looking job. And it's certainly much safer to cut uh, once you're at the wet saw than, uh, than, doing, uh, than doing anything else. Homeowners rent the rent the wet table saw as well that's the that's the easiest and the safest way that i can recommend if you're trying to hold a big you know 14 inch handheld uh gas-powered saw it's uh it's it's challenging it's intimidating it's very intimidating
0: it's it's basically a chainsaw with a 14 16 or 20 inch diamond blade spinning on the end and you fire that thing up it's noisy uh, you give it a little gas, that blade's spinning, no telling how fast, and then you drop the edge of that diamond blade onto a concrete masonry product of six to 8,000 PSI, and you're leaning on it, and it's wanting to crawl on you, and... How do you stabilize? I've asked Romy to hold a paver while I cut it a couple times, and he just he just won't <laughs> he won't stand still long enough.
1: Yeah, yeah hold this big spike while I uh, use a sledgehammer.
0: Yeah. Hard. Oh, so so the wet saw table, which which really came into fashion with the ceramic tile industry, but you put the right blade in those, and you be able to cut the pavers standing up with a fence and a guide. And you're mu-
1: much more able to control it. And another tip, and I gave this to the homeowner that called in because I recommended the same thing. The biggest tip is also don't leave the pump in the tray that comes you know that is supplied with the saw. Put the pump into a clean bucket of water and have a hose that's uh, got a uh, got a nozzle on it that's slowly refilling that and re- so that way you're using clean water all the time to cut because otherwise that slurry is going to get all over the paver and you're you're going to be so disappointed when it dries later on you won't see it while it's wet and you walk over and you put it in and then it's got all this slurry on it that dries and now you're having to clean a brand new paver absolutely you're just creating yourself more work for yourself and then also still even though you're using the clean water do take the extra step have another bucket of clean water and dunk that paver wipe it off and then before it places yep okay so we've taken you,
0: uh, ambitious uh, homeowners, through the steps of trying to tackle the paver installation. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the other things you can do as well. And once the paver's done, I'll tell you, Nathan, one of the questions I'm asked all the time is, yeah, but I, w- I want to park an RV there.
1: Mm.
0: And they think they think a paver won't handle it. No, it absolutely will. Is it the exact same installation process, or do you put a little more sub base on it?
1: Definitely going to go uh, deeper on the base. Okay, and we really need to know too. Once we're once we're talking this kind of operation, what kind of soil we're looking at? If you're in the southeast valley, like Gilbert, <laughs> uh, we're going to probably go even deeper. Wow. Okay. So,
0: but it will take the weight. There isn't anything you can't park on it. It is the new driveway walkway exterior surface. Uh, it's replacing concrete for many, many good reasons. We hardly pour raw gray concrete anymore, and it's because of what pavers do for us, both maintenance wise and beauty wise. More when we get back with Nathan Agel. Yo Romy, what's Romy yodeling about? I don't know. It's-
1: sounds good. <laughs>
0: Talking this morning about getting the outside of your house all spiffed up, tuned up and made look beautiful. We spent the last half hour speaking with Nathan Angel of Belgard Pavers on getting the pavers down. I'd like to leave pavers and let's go to the vertical structures and maybe some of the other components that are wrapped into the backyard
1: as well. Absolutely. Uh, We can talk about that. I want to if we can just one second before we leave pavers uh talk about talk about about permeable pavers oh so everybody's um you know recognizing uh it seems to be a hot topic as of late here in arizona i've been talking permeable pavers for 10 years now but it's finally seeming to be a uh a hot topic uh, both at the even at the state legislature level interesting you know permeable is going to be the i think one of the biggest things and trends that we're going to start seeing and you know for Hard word to say, sustainability, um, in, in terms of being able to return water to the ground ground table. Or even Arizona homeowners, tired of all those huge irrigation uh, bills, put a tank in. Use that water to recirculate and yep. and, and water your plants with it.
2: A, a tank Harvest. in with pervial pavers? Yeah, so the So tank- you'd have to excavate down, put in a pan, put in your ABC— base or, or whatever base your sand base then your paver so the water would leak through hit that pan and go into a tank
1: yeah absolutely so it's all going to be oh, the biggest thing of difference with permeable pavers is the pavers is essentially the same you're getting that nice big durable high uh, high psi surface uh long lasting but it's got expanded spacer bars on it so it's making the joints wider we're going to fill that with rock and then we're also going to be putting open graded base in so it's all rock Uh, We don't want ABC or sand in it because that's going to clog up the system. So uh, we use all open-graded rock. Water travels down. We can either have a liner in there with a pipe moving it to some sort of tank somewhere. Or you can even buy a lot of landscape supplies now. They're selling uh, uh, tanks that are weighted enough for the the weight. Everything drains back down in there. It's got a pump. You pump pump the water back out of it. So you're using all that rainwater that just fell on all your hard surfaces.
0: When we saw pavers kind of take over the outside hardscaping back in the 90s, uh, late 90s, early 2000, whatnot, I was under the mistaken impression, oh, this will be good because it, the water won't just rush off. Yeah. I was surprised when you told me how little water penetrates
1: a, a paver patio. Yeah, sand's only got a two to three percent permeability factor, so it's it's virtually impervious. It's going to run off. That's why we've got to have our slope set just right.
0: It runs off just like it runs off a concrete slab. It does, and it doesn't. It doesn't recharge. Nope. So then y'all came up with these pavers that have a little bit larger spacer. And when we're talking about a little bit larger, what's
1: the size of the sand joint? Generally, we're moving from a. What would be normal sand joint at a sixteenth of an inch, we're going to uh, three sixteenths an inch or a quarter inch. It's going to be most of them because that keeps us uh, ADA compliant on most surfaces. So even commercially, we can use those pavers. Very good. So these go in and
0: then a filler sand is f- rolled over the top and swept in and brought up flush. and And now
1: that joint creates an opportunity... For the water to re-enter the ground table. Yes, except, it, it uh, again, I'm going to emphasize it's not sand. It's actual rock. It's clean rock. Okay. In the joints, it's going to be uh, a supplier. If you're going to go to a rock supply, you know, we always go by ASTM numbers. It's going to be a number 8, a number 9, or a number 89 is good. what's going to fill in that, that joint. Okay. So any of the rock yards would be able to say, oh, yes, I do, or I don't have that material. Certainly give us a call if you're getting into the permeable. It's going to be a little bit more of a... You know, uh, of a unique job than mm-hmm. we've been discussing this morning already. So certainly, we can walk you through those steps and get you set up with the right suppliers.
0: And w- with a three sixteenths diameter or less rock in that groove, do you have problems with a, a, a rain and a wind and a storm? I mean, do 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 those migrate up to the surface at all, or does it stay pretty clean once
1: you're once you're in? It stays clean. It's going to drain all. It's it's gonna, it, you're going to be amazed at how much water. Uh, one of these systems can take. And so permeable pavers are going to be the next big wave. Yes. Absolutely. As well, they should be. They really should be, especially when we live in a a climate like we do that's very arid. We don't get enough enough rain, but we need to capture and collect and reutilize. Another great thing about a permeable surface, uh, permeable pavers, is that the rock's going to act as a filtration system, so that water's really clean. Okay very good and and uh these are available
0: residentially just like the regular pavers
1: absolutely and some okay. of our, you know, our normal residential pavers because of the joints we have we designed into them anyway yeah some of the exact belgar pavers using today could be made permeable easy
0: okay so we're, we've talked our way through paver installation now how about if i want some features out there lighting a fire
1: pit a lot yeah. of our, we well, first of all, we have the Belgard elements available to you. So that's our our, our, our systems of fireplaces, fire pits, uh, pizza ovens. It's a product line. It's elements. Our, uh, yeah, it's our product line is is it's called Elements, and they're pre built. What's really how- nice is that you know it it comes on a on a pallet, forklift or crane it into the backyard on your uh, established AB base. You don't have to pour concrete. You, you mentioned
2: a fireplace. You mentioned a pizza oven. I mean, how many elements are in the elements? How many product lines, different?
1: Well, different styles. There's four different styles available to you right now, and then I would say there's, in each style, there's two to three uh, main elements, and then a couple will have some additional items.
2: And color variations and finishes and...
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Great, easy project uh, for uh, even a homeowner to do sort of on, even on their own, because... Uh, we can recommend again. We can recommend a crane company that's got experience with with, with our items. If you can <laughs> if you can lay the pad, they can crane it right into place for you. And yeah. if
2: either of these are in your plans for your yard or you know whatever area you're developing, this is almost the first piece that goes in, and then the pavers would come back. Absolutely, to it. yes. You want to abs- get a gas line piped in if it's going to be a gas. Do, do the elements have a gas option? I mean, you could easily pipe in a gas versus oh. a. Uh, mm-hmm. traditional wood fire
1: absolutely we can uh we uh, all of the uh, wood boxes on the fireplaces although they are sold as wood burning are easily convertible with a log kit and, and can be can be gas. we leave all we leave a couple of the of the block out of the back as an access panel for the plumber to come in and, and pipe the gas in and even if you don't
2: have the intention of putting the gas in it's too cheap (laughs) to not plumb that pipe in there for you know for that option whether it's a a feature when you're selling it or you know you decide man this chopping wood's a pain in the neck if we just turn the key and throw a match and have our fire and it'll burn till we turn the key off uh it's it's a lot easier doing that when you've got raw dirt versus once your paver is finished oh yeah and (laughs) you you can't underestimate running uh running your utilities, and, and not even just a gas line. Pl- run some electrical line out there. Run a, a water line out there. You may find yourself later adding on a kitchen or wanting a, uh, a hose bib somewhere to hose off the patio and clean it, and the light, the, the electrical line for lights, or if you want to plug in an evap cooler later. You, you can't under uh, under-engineer your infrastructure. <laughs>
1: sleeve, 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 and sleeve. Yeah, every one of our contractors uh, puts in a ton of sleeves, more sleeves than, than it's going to be needed yeah. because the homeowners they are going to thank them later for it. Absolutely. And that's a that's a great jumping-off point to say if you know if if now we're all of a sudden we're we're adding in a lot of stuff that you're like, oh, that's all Greek to me, but I know I want it all. You know, again, get with a rosy partner. They're all ICPI certified. And and a matter of fact, all your Rosie partners are also Belgard authorized contractors. So they come with our full gamut of services that they can offer between our Belgard design studio, giving you 3D drawings, even in virtual reality now. Talk about that. Talk talk about what a homeowner can get from one of these Belgard paper certified contractors. Well, with our Belgard design studio, what we call BDS, um, we basically take photographs of your entire house. And what you kind of want in the backyard, we do. Uh, the contractor will do a drawing. He'll send it to our team in Atlanta, where they're going to digitize all that using Google SketchUp. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're getting back a, a, a 3D fly-through or a 3D drawings. And now we can even do that in virtual reality with the goggles. And now you're essentially standing in your own backyard what, it'll, what it will look like. It's amazing what technology is, is given. You know, we know a lot of our homeowners have a – they can see it on paper. They can see it in our catalog. But they they can't see it in their own backyard, and this has really been able to transform folks. We've got uh, we've got a, a partner up in uh, Prescott who has uh, ordered three of the goggles from me already because <laughs> his his one job that he used, and we have these little cardboard guys where you can strap your phone in and, and use it. Yeah, but he's like, I need these real goggles because as soon as the homeowner saw it, the lights went on, twenty thousand dollar sale, it was done. Yeah, and he's like, I, I need this so fantastic and then there's also the financing so you know as rome as you were talking about you know having to you know plan for the future maybe you don't maybe want to you don't you, know, you don't have the finances to do the whole entire job well our authorized contractors can also give you a Belgard preferred financing which is same as cash for a year so if you know that you've got you know a tax return coming at the end you know at the end you're, of the year you're trying to get this done ahead of a wedding or a big party or an anniversary uh Our recommendations are always based on, you know, colors, changes in, you know, in in different, uh, in our aggregates. Get it done all at once. Have your dream backyard right away. Buy now, pay later. Okay. I get that. Because over the course of
0: eight to ten years, that same paver ordered in the same color
1: could have a subtle difference to it. Absolutely. Now, we can do some clever things with cleaning and sealing to kind of. Bring them back together a little bit, but still, getting the material from the same batch really is, is 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 key. Okay, you've just hit on the
0: second thing I'm asked most often about pavers. First, can I park something heavy on it? Second, do I need to clean and seal them, or are they completely maintenance
1: free? What's your what's your take on that? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, they are. They can be maintenance free. It just depends. It, are the aesthetics? something that you are buying them for if it's if it's just for function i need to park my rv on something mm-hmm. and, I'd, and i'd rather have it be pavers because it allows for the flexibility to change or add on later much more than concrete does and i just want to go with you know gray and i don't really care mm-hmm. they are maintenance free okay Occasional, occasionally just check the uh, level of the sand in your joints now if you put in polymeric sand in the joints you're done you never have to do anything okay if you want to maintain the aesthetics and the color is something that you're most proud of. Sensitive of that. Then absolutely, they should be, they should be at least cleaned. I recommend cleaning them with an acidic-based cleaner that's made for concrete pavers. Okay. Um, doing that every, after every monsoon season. So okay. Both temperature-wise, because we can't do it when it's too hot. Okay. But also because, obviously, we've gotten all that dust and nastiness blowing around all, uh, late summer. It's a perfect time to really get them deep down cleaned. What, now, what, is, what is the cleaning? Pro- you, you,
0: with the sand,
1: you you wouldn't want to power wash the patio, would you? No, I'm, I'm not a fan of power washers okay. unless they've got a real professional system, hot water, you know, whisper wash system, which uh-huh. is a, sort of a walk behind, looks like a floor scrubber. That stuff you can you can you know is fantastic, but okay. not, not a wand. Okay, so a simple hose and uh, buying the uh, buying the what we call efflorescent cleaner or paver prep uh diluting it to the proper dilution which is right on the can or okay. you can actually even buy a nozzle that we sell that'll dilute it for you okay right up, all right. right right out of the hose a uh, little bit of elbow grease not much hosing it off big heavy rinse and now you're gonna you would not believe night and day what those pavers are gonna look just like. doing that yeah okay and then if i want to keep it that way uh, a couple of sealers that we would recommend Seal has what's called in or invisible fantastic it's the best it's i feel it's the best sealer Ever created or on the market, it'll last three to four years in the air, in in Arizona, and it's it stands for invisible. So it's it's like an invisible protection. It's nice. breathable, penetrates uh, it penetrates into the paver, and it'll beat up water for a long time. And
0: we're here creating your beautiful outdoor hardscape with Nathan Angel of Belgard Pavers.
2: Well, I apologize, listeners. I completely blew through it. It was just brought to my attention. We have not given away our tickets. Let me pull this up. It's from... (laughs) I even tore it off my log and threw it away. I was supposed to be done at
0: 9.20. Ticket Central.
2: And it's got to be done, because by next Saturday, we won't have enough time to get these delivered to the homeowner for Sunday's hockey game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is the Coyotes. <laughs> it's a
0: live radio Versus show. the
2: New York Islanders. Uh, it's going to be a Monday night game, January 22nd. If you received our newsletter, you know that the trivia question required to earn these tickets will come from our home maintenance calendar out of January. On January's month, you will find who the first... Rosie on the House programming sponsor partner was has to do with masonry. If you are a longtime listener, you should know this. He was also the guy that introduced us to Belgard Pavers and ultimately led to Nathan Angel being here in studio with us today. So if you have that answer looked up or you know that answer, who was the first Rosie on the House partner sponsor? text it to four one one nine two three, 923 and between now and the end of the hour we'll draw at random uh, from the correct answers and our home maintenance calendar was something we put together as part of rosie's 30th anniversary it's free to the homeowners you can go by uh you can order one from our website just email us the address you'd like it sent to and we'll get it in the mail to you you can go by the maricopa county home show or the casa Grande home show and stop by any rosie on the house partner booth and pick one up in fact Chuck uh, we, we got a call from a lady that was in the Pella booth at the Maricopa County Home Shows who called in to laugh and say Chuck tried to give me a calendar but I already have mine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so and each in the month it's designed to be uh, aesthetic but functional. We've got your to dos and I guess something I haven't done a good enough job explaining is a lot of these to- do's to really build out the way I want them done right and in the digital format, and content and context we're doing this in real time we're taking the audio from the program and transcribing it and supporting it with video and photo and so last week when we talked about citrus we had the farm brothers uh, J- Johnson Johnson Brothers ranch in from the Waddell area. They've been farming for over a hundred years in that area, citrus, and they came in and we talked in depth about it so that if you type in citrus now from your landscape or garden, it'll give you the dates on when to fertilize. It'll give you the varieties that do well in Arizona. It's got some pruning information along with the podcast from that hour specifically along with Julie Murphy from the Farm Bureau. So it's a all-in-one rich media package and a lot of these hashtags if you go there and you're looking for keywords well they'll be populated as we talk about that context we talked today about the live oaks so at the end of the broadcast when the podcast is up from integrity tree service that information will be there next week's roses with john harper that content will be there after we fully produce it okay so it's a work in progress and as you're doing that and these to-do's relate to you, you can sign up for Homezada and enter these tasks into your digital profile that will help remind you and keep you up to date and keep a list of your tools and products you might need to complete these tasks year over year if they're reoccurring or, or even schedule them for a one time if that's the case. All
0: of this to celebrate our 30th year on air of working hard to become your best friend, every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We do we do that by bringing you the best products that we have found available by actually field testing them, using them, and installing them in our remodeling company, so we know the goods and the bads. And we're here with sales manager of Bell Guard, Nathan Angel, talking about pavers, and exterior hardscapes. And Nathan, we talked a bit this morning about you know uh, getting people instructed to do it themselves, uh, but it, it it like hit me the last break. There are hazards to doing this yourself. Uh, one, the cutoff saw is kind of a big man handler of a piece of equipment. The compactor is kind of a big man handler piece of equipment. But the other issue is the silica sand. And I see people tackling these projects on their own, where they're actually even taking a masonry blade and a seven and a quarter inch circular saw. And trying to cut the paver as they're holding it with their hand on a sawhorse and trimming off a sliver of paver, the silica sand, airborne silica sand, isn't anything
1: to play around with. No, siliconosis as a disease is uh, is uh, pretty nasty, and, and you know, uh, if you want it, uh, well, I'm not going to ruin anybody's uh, day, but <laughs> it's people it, are about uh, starting their brunch here. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not good, and it's terrible on your lungs and. OSHA has just recently come pretty hard down on uh, on really hard. silica laws. Yeah, So we are all having to adjust in the industry of making sure that we're cutting with engineering controls with wet.
0: All right. So you must be wet, and it isn't enough to have Junior using a hose just spraying on it. So y'all be careful. That's what we're here for, is to protect you, the Arizona homeowner, to educate you, the Arizona homeowner, and to entertain you. Hope you enjoyed today's program, and don't get scared. We'll be back next Saturday morning. Until then, you can find us at RosieOnTheHouse.com.